Hi, this is Lindy Kaiser, Senior Editor of ClearanceJobs.com, and welcome to this episode of ClearedCast. Today, we're very pleased to be joined by Ricardo Lorenzo, Chief Technology Officer at Parsons. Parsons is a leading disruptive technology provider in the global defense, intelligence, and critical infrastructure markets with capabilities across cybersecurity, missile defense, space, connected infrastructure, and smart cities. Ricardo, thank you so much for joining us here on ClearedCast today. Thanks, Lindy. Thanks for having me. So you served as Chief Technology Officer at Parsons for a year now, so happy anniversary. Before that, you served in a variety of leadership positions with other major government contractors. What sets Parsons apart? As you probably know, I came uh, came to Parsons two years ago through the uh, through one of the their latest acquisitions of Polaris Alpha. And you know, as we were going through the whole process, one of the things that that attracted me the most about Parsons was the broad set of portfolio of, of customers and markets that it supports. Historically, my career has been primarily in the DoD side in the federal market, but uh, looking at the possibilities of extending the type of technologies that we've been supporting for. DOD and, and R&D organizations into a broader set of customer bases was very exciting and very appealing to me. I think that brings a, a breadth of multidisciplinary technologies and technical skill sets that I think sets us apart. And uh, so personally, to me, it's very, it's very exciting. Great. And Parsons has some really unique involvement with the coronavirus response. So last month, you announced a partnership with Fraunhofer USA to develop and commercialize a diamond electrode biosensor for direct and rapid detection of the virus, which has been so huge for folks trying to kind of get the government reopened, get things back going. So rapid detection of the virus that causes COVID-19. I know that's a part of a whole suite of solutions called DetectWise. Tell me a little bit more about that and how did Parsons rapidly field these solutions? Where is that partnership and process at today? That was actually one example that's very exciting. I would say that uh, agile innovation in action is kind of what what got this whole thing started. It was pretty impressive. Once uh, the pandemic hit, it clearly hit our radars early on. As an organization, we have a number of different tools and, and collaborative ways and, and processes and techniques by which we gather ideas. We went through the entire organization to garner ideas, suggestions, concepts that might either be in play or, or ideas that our, our team members have. We, we reached out to our fellows organization. We have a prestigious technical fellows group. They assembled our leadership team that went all the way from technical project teams to our, our corporate leadership team, our sales team. So we amassed a number of different ideas, concepts. We uh, very quickly kind of ran them through, uh, uh, through a very you know, quite agile process to determine which concepts were viable, which ones were interesting, which ones were innovative. This one specifically that you brought up with Fraunhofer was something that came out of our environmental group. We quickly established a, a teaming relationship. We worked with the organization. We brought our health experts to kind of assess the technology, assess the viability of it. You know, we applied some R&D funds uh, initially and then started that process really quickly. That was just one of the examples. Right now, it's kind of we'll continue to work with our teaming partner, Fraunhofer, and our experts and a team of experts to kind of continue moving the technology forward, and it's showing very good progress to date. So it relates to DetectWise, that also kind of emerged from that same agile innovative process. We've established a number of different partnerships throughout the country, quite honestly, and different solutions associated with the reading of temperature checks at airports, at parking garages, at retirement homes, at hospitals. So these are all potential customers or potential areas where 
where this specific need is coming from. So very active in the deployment and the development of the solution, as well as continuing to evolve the technology in a way as this pandemic kind of evolves, right? So as, the, as we kind of learn more about it, it kind of feeds into our concept. And then in turn, we turn that over into our customers who have the need. It's interesting to see how quickly you can kind of develop and implement a technology like that. Do you think, is Parsons kind of uniquely poised to be able to do that? Do you think there's attributes of the company that help it build those technologies and be kind of a rapid responder when it comes to putting something together like that? Yeah, you know, we pride ourselves in that, you know, being such an organization, but the ability to move so quickly. I think that we can work horizontally pretty easy. We've established innovation organizations within Parsons to quickly assess, hey, there's a specific skill set technology uh, uh, or concept that resides in this market, but is very applicable to these other markets over here. So how do we leverage that? How do we take that concept and technology and solution, maybe invest in it, bring in some of our experts? You know, a lot of time we bring some of our, our cyber experts to fall in on a, on a specific effort to then take it to market really quickly. So taking ideas to market is something that uh, that, that we spend a lot of time and energy and, and focus on. And obviously kind of related to coronavirus, workplace scenarios have certainly changed dramatically. So for you as a company, for Parsons, how has your response been to that? Are more employees working remotely? What does your workplace look like today? You know, Lindy, it's been interesting, right? So uh, not just for Parsons, but many other companies. So like the rest of the world, it, it hit our radar early in, uh, early in January. And Corporately, we, you know, we stood up a corporate response team that met daily to kind of assess not just how we're going to operate and keep the safety of our employees, but also how we're going to maintain the mission critical support that we do to our customers. So that's proven pretty successful for us. We've, you know, immediately deployed a global work from home type policies across our facilities throughout the world and then start working directly with our customers. As you know, we work with a number of different federal customers that have some limitations in the facility. So we work very closely with them to figure out how can our employees work remotely and support them from virtual offices. We had some successes. Actually, we had a lot of successes in implementing a lot of changes in those work. To the point, we have approximately 90% of our workforce working remotely today. But now, as, as things are, you know, in some states, as things are kind of getting back to the office to some extent, we're changing our policies to have flexible working arrangements so people can come to the office whenever they feel comfortable. A lot of times is, hey, you know, this has proven that working from home is a viable option for a lot so that our policies are changing to support that as well. Because we're in different locations, not just globally, but uh, in, in the States, you know, we follow the typical social distance practices and CDC, CDC guidelines and so on and so forth. You know, huge point we're, we're talking about this is Parsons can definitely a disruptive company. Coronavirus has certainly been a disruptive element in what's going on in, in terms of workplaces. It'll be really interesting to see how it affects the workforce and how it affects professionals. It's definitely going to change, change the work environment and, and what things look like moving forward. That's a good point. And uh, a couple of things that I think that played well for us was even through the whole pandemic, the last past few months, we were able to continue our recruiting activity so that we continue to hire. So that, that was an limitation for us. And we had approximately 130 interns coming in this summer that we were able to, to bring on board still. We used this opportunity to leverage the skill sets that maybe have some bandwidth to support our R&D efforts. This year, we increased our R&D, uh, almost doubled it from last year. So we took advantage of the technical skill sets that were becoming available to kind of move our R&D initiatives forward. So try to take advantage and kind of support the internal initiatives as well. Oh, that's great. And then definitely related to the 
onboarding, you know, new candidates, internal mobility is also a big, big topic with our audience. We just did a survey of cleared candidates and 81% indicated that they were at least likely to change jobs in the coming year. We did that survey pre-coronavirus, so people tend to stay in their jobs a little bit more when you have an economic recession, things like that. But still, when we look at the tech community, I mean, it's just a very mobile workforce, you know, tech professionals very used to kind of moving up and out. How does Parsons try to be an attractive employer to kind of make career progression possible to encourage folks to join your company and stay and move into new new opportunities? Yeah, you know, that's a good question. From a personal standpoint, I, I started my career uh, as, a, as a developer. I was, I was slinging code. So clearly, uh, career progression has, has always been important to me through the different uh, organizations that I supported. So one thing I've noticed uh, with Parsons in my two years here is, for one, we're, we're growing and therefore an evolving company. And you know you kind of have to to keep your edge. And as a result, that opens up a ton of opportunity, anywhere from uh, new projects that come in with new things that we're going after, as well as from a leadership or corporate standpoint. So through those opportunities, the one, one of the things I've noticed in Parsons is there's no pigeonholing, meaning that if you're working or, or have worked in your career in a specific area, but now you're looking for a different skill set, you're looking for a different opportunity, you want to try something different, those positions and those opportunities that open up are first and foremost looked internally are presented to our staff. So anybody who has uh, who has an interest perhaps in, in trying something different, that's afforded to them. And I've seen many examples where folks move upward in their career trying a completely different uh, skill set uh, of their choosing. And when you talk to different folks within Parsons who've been here for a very long time, you can tell just in their history how they've moved within the organizations and up the ranks just because we afford that opportunity to our employees. Well, you have some pretty powerful taglines at Parsons, for sure. One of them being deliver a better world. You know, we certainly talked about at the beginning in the introduction, disruptive technology provider. Practically, how do those taglines play out in the everyday work that you're doing? Why are you a disruptor? Why are you delivering a better world? So when you look at the different customers and markets that we support, the intelligence community, missile defense, space community, aviation, rail, and you couple that with the type of work that we do in support of, of those customers' mission, things like providing technical solutions in support of national defense, smart cities, intelligent intersections, environmental remediation, biothreat, and so on. It's all with the ultimate purpose of solving global issues and delivering a better world. We kind of see our day-to-day mission, our customer mission is our mission, supporting what, what, what they do. We pride ourselves in complex, solving complex problems. And anywhere from our national defense work all the way to our critical infrastructure work is all in support of delivering a better world. Awesome. Well, you're certainly an impressive company. I know for candidates, the cleared candidates, we see at clearance jobs, mission and being able to do really cool work is top of mind. I mean, it's compensation and then it's the quality of work that they're able to do. So having listened to this podcast, if there's people that are like, wow, I'm, you know, I want to work for a company that has that kind of vision that's responded well to the coronavirus pandemic, that's innovating. I want to work here. What would be your piece, maybe advice that you could give to that candidate or cleared professional? What makes someone a Parsons quality professional? How do they stand out in even the application and interview process to come on board? For one, be yourself. And two, be unafraid. We're always trailblazing and looking for 
new ways and, and new ways of solving problems, being unafraid of trying new things and showing that in the process and highlighting, hey, listen, how we're willing to take on new challenges and even something that's outside your comfort zone. It's a skill that I think is, is very coveted within Parsons and something that, that we do almost on a daily basis. And then my last question, I have to round out. I did fail to acknowledge that, that you had come into Parsons through an acquisition. And obviously we see Mergers and acquisitions are huge in industry right now, or at least they were in the the prior calendar year. For clearance jobs, we always get a lot of chatter from candidates kind of anxious. You know, you hear that your company is being acquired or there's a merger happening. You immediately start to consider your next opportunity. What are the advantages of kind of that process? I'd just be curious to, to speak into that a little bit. If you were to look at the Parsons leadership team, you'll notice that it's a combination of not just legacy folks who've been in Parsons for a long time, but also folks from these companies that, that have been acquired, myself included. So I think that not only does it bring opportunity for folks, but it also brings in a new perspective of, of doing things. It's change. A lot of folks are get uncomfortable with change. I think that there's opportunity with change and there's different perspectives that come with it. Especially, I would say within Parsons, one of one of the things that the reason we do acquisitions is uh, we're filling gaps. We identify specific areas in the marketplace that in capabilities that, that we see very attractive. That's easier for us to go through an acquisition. Couple that with some of our other capabilities within the organization and really kind of be very disruptive. So, looking at the capabilities that are coming on board and getting creative and, and working with your project teams or your leadership team to identify, hey, can I take this new shiny toy that just was acquired? Or if you're part of that acquisition, say, hey, you know, I'm now part of this larger organization. How can then my, my skill sets, my capabilities, coupled with what's now part of this larger portfolio, solve a more complex problem? How can I help my customer? How does it, how does it help the company? How does it help me as, a, as an individual and a technical professional? That's kind of the, the mindset that, that I would recommend. That's the mindset I think. That's great. It sums up Parson well. You know, be ready to innovate, be ready to try new things, be ready to be bold and accomplish new missions. And that's a good attitude that will probably serve you in any tech career. Anything else you wanted to talk about or say about Parsons or the work you're doing that we should definitely highlight here? I think those last comments you mentioned, Lindy, are, are very accurate, bold, unafraid, willing to take chances and, and, and learn new things. Trailblazing as far as identifying new areas where we can go is, is something that that's very, we're very passionate about. Uh, I appreciate the opportunity. It was great talking to you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Ricardo. Thank you for listening to this episode of ClearCast. For more on Parsons, we will have information posted related to the podcast. They have a number of clear job opportunities available. And again, at a time like today, if you're listening to this and think, wow, I really want to be a part of making some incredible things happen, you certainly have the chance to do that at Parsons. But thank you again for listening to this episode of ClearCast. For more news and security clearance tips and information, you can visit clearancejobs.com. Come